Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. We're going to talk about lithium boat batteries today. But first, I want to welcome all the new listeners who have stopped by to check out the channel and uh, the podcast and all the folks that are regular listeners for stopping back by. I know a lot of people watch the podcast on YouTube. And a bunch of them listen to it, and uh, yeah, a good little mix of people there. No matter how you find it, where you watch it, how you listen, appreciate you checking it out. If you want to leave a comment, obviously you can do it on YouTube in the comment section, uh, but if you're on a podcast, it's a little bit harder somewhere on one of the audio platforms. So go to the website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. There's a contact section there. Uh, there's also links to the YouTube channel, the podcast, and also the guide business. I'm a charter captain here in the Carolinas, so uh, if you're looking to do a guide trip, come fishing with me, check out the website, and uh, you can reach out to me there. Yep, uh, a little update on the lithium battery stuff I have been following and doing stuff on. I put a video out. It was out the day after Thanksgiving, so that's already been out. That was a more uh, little focused, detailed look at the battery that I have been trying out, the 24 volt. This is a little broader, uh, uh, a, a little broader, more rambling uh, dissertation on <laughs> lithium batteries. Uh, you do a YouTube video, it's a little more concise. You got to kind of get to the point. You got to kind of uh, lay everything out there. This one's going to be a little more rambling and all over the place. But it'll probably have a lot more nuggets of information than I can cram into a five-minute YouTube video. So, uh, backstory: uh, I've been very hesitant to uh, in the past to get into the lithium boat battery space simply because of cost. That was the bottom line. the The cost has been historically significantly more. And uh, for my type of fishing, the way I fish, there was not a real value in pursuing using them. Just because, you know, at the time, to put 24-volt batteries on a boat, it was $12, dollars $15, dollars $1,600 uh, to do that. So uh, by the time you added in chargers and, and the batteries and all that stuff. So it was, it was significantly higher. Uh, and a lot of there was not a lot of bang for the buck in the batteries. But the the sands have shifted a little bit and that's kind of what i want to talk about is that some of this stuff is starting to shift they're still not cheap okay uh any of you guys looking to replace them for the same price that you pay for lead acid batteries is not going to happen and it never will uh the the, the lithium space production wise is a lot more expensive and um it's you know, it's it's always going to be that way. You're always going to have to pay more. What you have to decide is whether uh, it's worth it to you, and we'll get into that some. But um, what ended up happening was when I went to ICAST this um, this past summer uh, down in Florida, and ICAST is the big the biggest fishing show there is in the world. Uh, I went to the show, looked around, was awestruck for the first day just at all the stuff. But the second day, I started uh, talking to some of the different. Uh, lithium battery uh, dealers that were down there and uh, spoke to several of them several of them I still need to hopefully get up with but one of them that reached out to reach back to me uh, was epic epoch uh, they're actually 
based in Atlanta, Georgia, not Atlanta, Georgia, Stockbridge, Georgia, which is outside of Atlanta. And, uh, um, you know, American-based company, the batteries are made overseas, as are every lithium, lithium battery that I know of is made overseas, mainly China. Uh, part of that is just the manufacturing process. Part of it is kind of the materials needed to do it are kind of almost pinched off over there. But that's a whole nother podcast and story and way above my pay grade. Uh, the bottom line is uh, I went down and met with these guys just to uh, talk to them and did a podcast with them, kind of talking about the lithium space and uh, uh, just what all goes on. And I got one of their batteries, one of their 24-volt batteries to put on my line, and I've been running it. And trying it out. Now, since that podcast came out, I've had several other people reach out to me uh, with lithium batteries, and all of those have been some of the lesser known uh, brands out there. These are a lot of the ones you see on Amazon. You can actually go on Amazon and find some of these batteries. Uh, one is, and I, I've come to learn that a lot of this lithium space is occupied in the prepper world. The guys who are prepping for power outages, Armageddon, floods, whatever, you know, big catastrophes, that kind of stuff. It's a great way to store solar energy. So that's where a lot of these are being used. Also a lot used in the camping world, the RV world, uh, anywhere where you're away from, you know, readily available AC power. So uh, the trolling motor stuff is just something that's kind of specific to my little world. So Anyway, I put one of these batteries to use, and just uh, right up front, so we know how much this is, this battery is $1,200. Uh, the chargers have, and that's a 24 volt. So in the old days, you were having to buy two of the batteries that were $800 to $1,000, uh, and then you know uh, link them together to get 24 volts. Now, uh, companies are making, like Epic, these one-piece batteries. It's the size of a regular battery and it weighs about half the weight of a regular battery. So you're basically getting two 12-volt lead-acid batteries at a quarter of the weight. So, uh, And just for numbers, so everybody knows what the numbers are here, at $1,200, uh, you figure if you're buying two Walmart batteries, uh, two cheapo Walmart batteries, that's about $200. So it's costing you $1,000 more to have one of these. Uh, you know, if you're buying more expensive batteries, they may be, you may be three, four hundred dollars, uh, maybe even four fifty. So it's costing you maybe eight hundred more, uh, seven hundred fifty more to have the battery. So you're probably asking yourself, well, why would you spend the extra money? Well, uh, the the bottom line for most people is convenience. I mean, it's just convenience. They have disposable income, uh, just discretionary income. They can buy something like this. It's not a big deal. Boom, nothing wrong with that. Um, Weight is a big factor. Uh, these things are considerably lighter. And the uh, guys who are in kayaks, uh, it, it's a big appeal there. What's funny is in the bass fishing world, uh, some of the boats, you know, the, the older boats were designed with having maybe, you know, 320 pounds or, you know, 300 pounds of batteries in the back. And they were designed to have that in mind so and so that they would run and plane outright and run at speed. And then once people started putting in these lighter batteries in there, it actually changed the way some of these boats actually rode. And they had to make some adjustments on the boats because that much weight, I mean, that's over two people uh, that, you know, are two people that are basically gone out of a boat. So it's a big difference, especially if you're running a lot of them. I run on my skiff. 
three batteries. Uh, you know, I got a cranking battery that's probably always going to be a lead acid battery. I, I say probably. I may change my mind on that sometime down the road, but I've got that one that's a standalone. And then the other two, 12 volts run electronics run trolling motor. Uh, and I've only got a 12 volt trolling motor on that skiff. So um, if I was running 24 volt, I'd have four on there. So yeah, it adds up quickly. The Lund uh, has, you know, standalone cranking battery, standalone electronics battery, and then a separate one. Uh, now that I've got the 24 volt on there, the lithium up front. Uh, to power the 24 volt trolling motor. So I say all this to say weight is a big factor and consideration uh, in these batteries. Now, there are some little perks to all of them. Um, it is, is, well, I say, I, let me take that back. The perks to all of them is the weight. That's, that's the big thing. Uh, the thing that a lot of them have that I see as being a major benefit is being able to use your smartphone to monitor the power consumption and i can do that with the epic battery it's got a built-in app uh, you connect to the battery it tells you the status of the battery because one thing with the lithium batteries is a, a lead acid battery will get weaker 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 until finally it just dies the lithium batteries shut off at a certain point so that's something to be aware of uh, you're not going to sit there and watch your trolling motor get slower and slower and slower and slower and you go oh it's getting ready to die or your light gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer at some point it's going to shut off and that's something that is built into these things with this bms the battery management system to keep them from over discharging because over discharge is a bad thing and uh, it's bad for the cell. So there's a lot of computer electronic stuff that go in, goes into these things. The interesting thing when you open one of these batteries up, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing wet in it. There's no liquid. It is a regular battery like you would, you know, I, I say like a nine volt battery. It's enclosed. It's encased. Everything in it is a hard chemistry, and um, it's it's a bunch of electronics. It's a lot of wires and. Uh, it's, again, got this little computer, this battery management system that takes care of all that. It also takes care of um, the recharging when it's cold. These things don't recharge well when it's really, really cold. Uh, matter of fact, it's bad for them. So one of the things is you need to be able to shut off that charging when it's cold. Uh, or, as it does with this Epic battery, it has a heater that is built in. There's a heating plate in there that heats up the cells so they can be charged. So... Uh, they're a little more complex and finicky on that end. Thus, that is probably where the cost increase comes in, you know, in these things. Now, I say some of them have this stuff, some of them don't. The Epic battery I'm using, pretty, it, it has everything you need. It has the heating, the low voltage control. It's got waterproof seals on it. The thing's actually submersible. It's got all that stuff. Some of the less expensive batteries that are out there that are available that are lithium batteries and have all the advantages of weight and the run time and everything else they don't all have these controls on them for uh one the recharge and extremely cold, t cold temperatures you have to bring these things inside uh keep them in a warm environment uh, if you're like me my boat's outside it's not in a garage it's outside so i need either a, I'm going to have to put a heating blanket on it, which in all seriousness, there are people that have to do that, a heating pad or something to keep the thing warm, or they have to bring the batteries inside. So, again, you're paying, there's a convenience factor that's also factored into this price increase on these, you know, to get to that higher price point. Uh, like I said, there are some, you know, 
there's some batteries out there in the 12 volt range, 100 amp hour that are $250, $400, somewhere in there, uh, compared to the $800 for you know the fancier ones. Difference is you've got those perks. You've got that Bluetooth connection to it. You can see how much power you got. Uh, you can see where it's at on the discharge. You know, you can look at it when you've been out there fishing for 16 hours and go, oh, okay, I got 25% power left. You know you've got enough power to, you know, get back, finish the day, have lights, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the difference in why this stuff costs as much as it does. Um, you know, it, it, is it worth it? You know, if you're fishing one day a month, uh, you know, probably not. I mean, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Uh, it'd be great if you got, you know, like I said, just, you know, discretionary income. You can just go out and just buy whatever you want to. That's fine. Buy it, you know, enjoy them. I think you'll, uh, you know, I don't think you'll get your money's worth out of them. But you fish as many days as I do, 120 days a year. Uh, you're a guide. Uh, you're fishing an area with a lot of current. Uh, whether it be coastal, fishing creeks, that kind of stuff, uh, to where you're spot locking. Um, or if you're in a river uh, that has a lot of current and you're trying to spot lock, back troll, bouncing, all that kind of stuff, um, it, it's something that there can be a benefit to doing that. So uh, you have to gauge it on what you, know, you are as a fisherman and one, how much money you have to spend and how you fish. So there's a place for them. They're not going away. Uh, they're not a fad. They're here to stay. I think the pricing will get better and better. But as I said earlier, you're never going to get these things as cheap as you are a lead acid battery. So that's just something to keep in mind. The downside, obviously, is cost. I mean, that's the downside to them. The other thing is the electronic controls in them. And that is the thing that could go wrong. A lead acid battery is, there's no electronics in it. There's nothing to fail. The only thing that's going to go bad there is going to be the chemistry uh, in the liquid that's going on. Uh, as that becomes depleted and, and becomes neutral, it's going to it's gonna go downhill. With these batteries, they're electronically driven. It is entirely possible that with a one of these batteries, you can be out there, something goes wrong in that BMS, and it shuts your battery down. Your battery could be totally charged, totally have all the power it needs, but that BMS shuts off the connection that sends the power to the terminals. There's actually a switch on my battery, um, a little press button switch that turns, that sends, one, it turns on the Bluetooth, the communication, but it also sends the power to the terminals, uh, which is kind of cool. You basically deactivating the terminals. Not all of the lithium batteries have that, by the way. Uh, some of the other ones that I've sent, the terminals are hot all the time. Uh, but it's pretty cool that you can turn off the power to this thing. Uh, it happened to me one time on a guide trip. One of the first, I hadn't used, I hadn't been out there. I had unhooked something, went to deploy it, and nothing happened. It's like, oh man, my motor's messed up. And you know, I look at my, you know, I'm checking all kinds of stuff, and I realize, you know, it, it won't pull up on my phone. I'm like, oh man, and I realized the battery was actually turned off. So, uh, yeah, there's actually, you know, little stuff like that. But yeah, that would be the downside to it. One, the cost. And two, you know, if something goes wrong. Now, how much does that happen? I've heard of it happening. Uh, I don't think it's widespread. And, you know, the good news is because of the dependability of the chemistry in these batteries with the lithium iron phosphate. And by the way, this is the new lithium battery chemistry. The older stuff, 
more volatile, more dangerous, uh, more susceptible to explosions from contact with wire, water. New chemistry, not as bad. Uh, it, it's a lot more stable. Uh, and, and with the new chargers and everything, it's really hard to overcharge these things and cause them to explode. So they're a lot safer than they were 10 years ago. That's another uh, thing that has evolved with them. So uh, it's, it's, it's coming around. It's getting better with them. So... Again, I don't think they're going to go super cheap. I think, you know, you may see another 10, 15% maybe reduction in price on them. Uh, maybe the price stays the same and they add more features to it. I don't know. But, uh, you know, decision, horribly individual. Uh, it's an individual decision. And it all depends on you. And uh, does it help you catch more fish? Probably not. Uh, does it, you know, maximize your time on the water? Sure. Does it give you a better frame of mind uh, when you're out there fishing? Probably so. So if those are things that you're looking for, I think they're a good choice. But, hey, uh, if you're not fishing that much, don't want to spend the money, don't worry. You can still catch fish. Uh, there are people out there, myself included. I mean, I'm still using regular lead acid on the uh, skiff. I've got the um, uh, the lithiums on the uh, line for now. and uh, But, yeah, you can still catch fish. It, it is a luxury. It's great to have. Uh, if you can afford it, go for it. I think you'll be happy. I don't think you'll go back. Uh, I will say that. I think once you do it, I think you'll be attached to it. And uh, But it's not something that you have to have. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of you know, good, honest opinion on these things. Uh, the uh, like I said, I'm running the Epic. I'm gonna try out some other ones. I'll have videos and stuff about this as 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 time goes on down the road. But uh, just to keep you posted. But I want to give you some honest feedback on it, on what I've seen and experienced so far, and uh, kind of give you some you know input for your decision making. I know when I looked into it, man, all I heard was the singing the praises from the uh, bass fishing pros, and you know I, I'm always skeptical of that. Uh, I'm always skeptical of the pro staff, you know, singing the praises on stuff. Oh, man, the greatest thing in the world. They probably are. You know, that's their job to do that, and they probably love them. But, you know, I like to give people the options, the, the good points, the bad points, and then let you decide for yourself what works for you. That's ultimately uh, what we all need to be doing in this space. So that's it for now. We'll catch you on the water.